Hello, how are you listening to The Chisa Pod? I'm your host, Roy Pande. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we have a guest who has shot up Trends List multiple times because of his relationship with his estranged husband, media personality, Somizi Mthongo. Following his tell-all on Showmax, we sit down with him or we just chat to him to unpack it all. We're speaking to none other than Mohale Mutaung. Yes, Umzanzi Seleville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. I mean, how was it? Tell me, tell me about how you felt. I mean, what exactly was going through? You know, what what exactly were you going through altogether? There was just a lot of uh, emotion um, and a lot of, you know, thinking about uh, the past, thinking about, you know, having uh, shot everything and now everything coming together and, you know, people having opinions, people, um, you know, wanting to, to have conversations. So, yeah, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a lot of mixed emotions. Um, and, yeah, my phone was just going off the hook also. I can imagine. Uh, I mean, what 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 did you even expect before you e- we even talk about you know the the interview and what led you to even speak in the first place? But what did you expect when you did a tell all? What you know? Did you not prepare yourself for for what was going to come? What did you expect was going to happen? So, so I didn't really uh, um, expect much. I think the most important thing for me was was to 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 tell my story. You know. Um, less about the, the expectations or, you know, what I was expecting people to think or receive about it. But um, I, it, it was just so important for me to tell my story in a way that I see fit. You know? mm. um, and I think that that's just what mattered for me. Mm. Um, I didn't want to think about, you know, expectations or what people are going to think. Or, you know, even, even, even if those thoughts care, but I didn't dwell on it. It's just more about Telling the story that I want to tell. But uh, why? Why now is is another question. I mean, you've been mum for so long. Uh, why? Why did you think that this was the right time to speak out anyway? Look, I think there were obviously a lot of misconceptions, um, and, and they've been there for for a lot of years. But I'm not one to really want to address things, you know. But the last year was when you know someone I had decided to sort of like respect and not speak about, decided to go on a reality show and use there's a lot of fictions about me. Mm. Um, you know, that sort of like encouraged me to to shine light on domestic violence in, in queer relationships. Mm. Because, I mean, other, other things I didn't really want to address. You know, people calling me a gold digger or people, you know, saying I didn't want to address. But it, it was sort of very painful that the very same person I shared a life with, you know, decided to go speak about all the things that uh, were, were not even true. You know, mm. and 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 that sort of like yeah encouraged uh, me to to speak and and really now that I've done so, uh, I've gotten so much response from people who have gone through the same. So it's very encouraging at the moment. Yeah, 
I want to talk about that because you mentioned GBV, but I also want to also talk, uh, speak of the fact that you mentioned that uh, obviously the person that we're talking about, you don't even have to mention names because we already know why we're here. When he went on yeah. his reality show, um, he also made mention of the fact that, oh, I know what he's about to do. He's probably going to get a tell Oh, He's probably going to be paid for it or anything like that. Do you not think that maybe this kind of, you know, kind uh, backs up whatever uh, he was alluding to? Look, I, I, I can't really speak much on, on what he was alluding to or what he, he was saying. Um, my only thing was to to rectify uh, things that were said about me. Mm. Um, if, if he alluded to it, yes, that's, that's on him because, I mean, he's been in the industry for a very long time for him to know that things like these happen. Mm. Um, but for me, it, it was really not about being uh, a statistic of just being on television um, for, 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 for that reason. Mm. It was really just about telling the story. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about what he was thinking was going to happen or what he knew was going to happen for that matter. Okay, then, uh, then we also have to speak of, uh, as you mentioned, you know, gender-based violence, or just, you know, abuse all in all together. And um, the fact that we still have uh, renowned people still, or people that you even know, people that have, you've also been seen with, uh, people that you were well acquainted with, still being well affiliated with your abuser. How do you even feel to still see that happen after you've spoken out? Look, you know, we, we, we don't see things in, in the same way. And... You know, I, I can't sit here and say because I've spoken out, I expect everybody to, you know, be in my corner or, you know, I expect people to, to not speak to him or whatever the case might be. I think for me, telling my story was not to, to garner support from people so that they can be against it. That, that was not the reason. You know, telling my story was to let people know of what is actually going on because it was also a, a way of healing for me. And having having spoke makes me feel better that, you know, I can move on with my life without holding on to, you know, the past. What they, you know, do with that information or how they deal with it is up to them. Uh, and I don't really want to now go out and force people to, you know, uh, support me or not to speak to, to him simply because I have spoken out. It's really on them and what they believe in. And, and, and they'll know what the right thing to do is for them. And what yeah. repercussions have you experienced since having spoken out, though, if any? Uh, there really isn't any um, at the moment. I mean, of course, uh, people always have their own opinion. Um, people will always either say you were telling the truth or you were not, depending on how they see things. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I wouldn't say there's actual, actual repercussions at the moment. Maybe they're still to come. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but so far, no. But no regrets, obviously, right? At all. At all. At, no all. at all. I wanted to touch on some of the stuff that you mentioned in the tell all. Uh, the first thing, uh, I'm going to obviously just go on from, you know, the start, the hour long tell all. Um, the documents that you referred to from the beginning, which binded you from speaking out publicly about each other, what documents were you speaking about and when did they come to play? So, so both our legal team uh, had drawn up an agreement for the both of us. Um, that sort of prevents us from talking about each other and our separation in the public domain. Um, and, and it was really just to encourage a mutual respect uh, despite the, the, the separation. 
Mm. Um, and obviously, we both got that document and we, we agreed to that document. Um, but then things changed because he obviously went uh, and still did a show that, that you know, overrides the document. And I think um, he did that because he, he sort of like delayed uh, the, the divorce from sort of like being settled mm. because that document was part of the settlement proposal. So he knew that if he signs before the show goes out, it might be a little bit of trouble for him. Mm. Uh, but that is the document that we're talking about. Okay, so the divorce settlement is the one that binds you from speaking publicly about each other. Yes. And so, yes, you know, we you don't have, you know, what we do on the right, you're a mathematician at some point, what you do on the right, yeah. you do on the right side. Um, why did you decide to, you know, uh, kind of, you know, go against the grain the same way that he was he was going? Look, the, the things that were that were discussed on on his show were really were really damaging, um, and and I and I say damaging, you know, emotionally damaging my reputation, um, and 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 really just what already exists, you know. So I really just wanted to to rectify uh, those misconceptions because others I could have dealt with, um, you know, and just kept it moving, but things like. You know, him saying, I wanted 50% of his assets when he knows that I don't, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a big allegation for me. And I felt the need that I really need to address this, uh, but I just do, don't want to, you know, go on the internet and just splash the most papers all over. Um, so when this idea came about, it was sort of like a solution that was going to help me uh, rectify all of the false things or false accusations that he had mentioned on his show because mm-hmm. they were really damaging and had a lot of people asking questions, even though, you know, he knew that uh, it wasn't true. You mentioned reputation, uh, you mentioned emotional, and in the show you mentioned that you lost work because of, you know, the way that, you know, he had gone about conducting himself and about your relationship. Did you lose out on work with the fact that how how he was speaking about you publicly? Yes, yes. Um, well, how he spoke about me, obviously there were certain brands that, you know, distance themselves from me. Um, it, it wasn't a direct no, we can't work with you because this is what's happening. Uh, but I knew that this somehow has affected my work, my reputation, how people view me. Um, and that is my, my, my bread and butter. You know? mm-hmm. um, I work in an industry that really relies either on brands or people. And it, it's good to always have a good social standing with people. Uh, for them to support the work that you do. And that was really compromised because people, you know, started thinking that I wanted certain things from this relationship and he confirmed that on on his show. Um, and that led to obviously certain people, you know, being skeptical to go work with me or being being skeptical of doing certain things with me because of what was going on. Yeah. Um, the divorce settlement, who exactly filed for divorce? When was it? Uh, so it was a mutual sort of like understanding that he filed this. When was this and when did you come to the decision when you say it was mutual? Obviously, I'm assuming you guys sat down. Um, so it was yeah, in 2021. Also 2022. 2021. 2021 in January. Okay, he filed for divorce. Yes. And this was after you guys, or rather you had already left uh, your marital home. No, no, no. So I only left my marital home in, in February. So he filed yeah. while you guys were still living together. So that mutual decision, yeah. how did you reach it? What, what was the conversation? So it 
So the conversation at first was not to divorce. The conversation was to, to separate. Uh, but I one day came home and the security started telling me that, you know, I don't live there anymore. Um, and I, and I had questions as to, I mean, what do you mean that I don't live here anymore? And, you know, he had told security that they, they shouldn't, you know, let me in, um, into this place because I don't live there anymore. And then, you know, that sort of pushed us having a different conversation now as to how do you, you know, kick me out of my marriage at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we sort of had to sit down and then I then decided to leave because, uh, you know, there was a lot of issues with regard to how I entered and left the house. Uh, but he did the, the, the proper filing of the divorce was done without me living there. But the conversation of a divorce happened whilst I was there. Mm-hmm. I wondered why you didn't leave first, more especially when you're the one who's obviously suffered the most. Obviously, for him, it's reputation. For you, it's emotional and physical damage. Uh, what withheld, what, what stopped you from filing for divorce first uh, when you were experiencing everything that you mentioned? So I think for me, I, I, I really you know, believed him when he said, you know, things have changed, we'll be okay. And like every other marriage, there's, there's problems that, that come about. And um, when you're in love with someone, it's not easy to just get up and, and go, you know? Um, and, and, and even speaking to, to him and saying, okay, maybe let's speak to our parents, let's speak to the elders. We, we were in the process of, of trying to explore um, a lot of other solutions to what we were going through besides divorce, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I thought maybe there's more to explore before we decide we're fighting for divorce. Okay. Uh, I also wanted to touch on, I mean, obviously within your tell all, you mentioned that there were certain people who knew about the abuse that you were suffering under the hands of this man. Um, have they contacted you? Have you been in contact with them since the tell all before or even now? No, no, not at all. Not mm. before, not now. There hasn't been any sort of contact at all. And, and and why did you speak so freely about that? I mean, I know I even spoke to TT yesterday. I'm like, did you see what happened? And I'm like, what do you have to say about that? Because that's very much questionable. Uh, yeah, I know that yeah. you obviously lawyered up already. Uh, but what made you feel so comfortable to, to, you know, to drop names the way that you did? I think it's because I knew that uh, first year I was not lying mm. um, about them knowing about everything. And secondly, uh, they were not just lingering in the story. They were part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I didn't want to, to speak and sound like I'm trying to protect people, you know, for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And they were physically there, they knew what was happening. So my story also wouldn't have made sense if I was just mentioning the other party who abused me, uh, and not mentioning the people who either enabled it or people who asked me to go back to him. Mm-hmm. Because that would have been a question. He abused you and then you're saying you went to your friend, but what led to you going back, you know? So, so for example, when I spoke about Tani, he was a, an integral part of why I went back to the house because he kept on calling me. He encouraged me to go back, you know? So most of the conversations that I had were not with my, my strange husband, but were with the friend of him who encouraged me to go. So it, they were really just part of the story and there was no way I was going to be able to tell my story mm-hmm. without making it a full circle. And and that's why I, I think I, I wanted to name drop like that and also just to make people understand what was going on because I also didn't want to uh, 
compromise myself by saying I don't want to mention certain people because it's not a lie. It's, mm. it's the truth. And mm. um, if, if, if they were also to be approached, they know that it is the truth. Mm. Mm. I mean, we have anything, any, every right to believe your story. Uh, I wanted to talk on you having to speak on your truth and you also admitting to your cheating. And as much as you say that, you know, and it's not something that you were proud of. Uh, you mentioned it was something that was selfish. Anybody who was in a, in a, in such a space would obviously admit to that. But do you feel that in speaking or sharing that side of the story, was it as progressive of a conversation? And why did you choose to address that as well? So I think, um, I mean, the, the, the cheating rumors have always been there. And I think every other person who would interview me, um, even in things that, that, that didn't have to do with my marriage, would ask me that question. Uh, because it was quite a big story. And because it happened very early in my relationship, mm-hmm. um, it's, I mean, it's, it's still nothing that I'm proud of. And um, I, I, I believe, or I'd like to believe that they also wanted to address, you know, what my uh, doings were in the relationship. Mm. Uh, which I think is quite important because I'm not perfect mm. um, and I'm not going to sit here and, and blame my strange husband and say, yeah, it's his fault. Actually, where we are, you know, I have my fault as well, you mm. know. And I, I think it's, it's also important to address those because I'm not trying to blame anyone here. I'm just telling a story to let people know what happened and what my wrongdoings were in the relationship that might have led to, you know, him feeling like I'm not, uh, emotionally being there for him or not loving him the way that he wants to. So I just think it's important to take accountability uh, because it's, it's also a good thing and that helps me and him both move on if we accept what we've done now. Right, right. Um, I think, if anything, obviously within that tell-all, we saw your family first. We saw your family saying messages to Mahali and what they thought. Uh, but I questioned also your family's reaction and when you actually told them about you being abused in that relationship. When did you speak of it? Because I remember I actually came to your marital home. You were there. I think um, Somiz at the time was doing Metro FM. He was upstairs. You guys were doing a shoot. You did seem quite hostile. I did sense some animosity and maybe that was in my head. Uh, but yeah. also, um, uh, your sister was there and I felt like it was more of like a fame thing for her. Yes, she was quite protective, but even in the tell all, she mentions fame. And now my brother is a famous, you know, man. So what yeah. response did you get when you, when you, when you told your family that you were being abused and where, how long did you wait to tell them? So I actually didn't wait, um, even a, a second. I mean, my sister... You know, I, I called my sister immediately when, when those incidents would happen. And I think uh, I actually was the one who, who had to say to my sister, okay, hold on, because she was ready to go on social media and, and tell people what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we, we didn't do with my siblings was to tell my parents immediately. My parents only found out later. Um, but my, my, my sister knew of that immediately, and that's why every time, you know, something would happen, you know, she'd be the first one to go on social media and sort of rant and rave because she knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was the one who really pleaded with her not to to to, to go off on a rant on social media because, you know, it, it, it didn't fit well with me at that time. I really didn't know how to control uh, the, the situation at that moment. 
but my sister immediately, my parents found a little bit later, and yeah. But what was your, what were your parents' response? We can even leave the sister out of this or the siblings, but what was your parents' response? I can imagine your mother, it, she seems quite stern and firm. So what was her response, or even your father altogether? Sure. So, so, so firstly, they were, they were shocked that obviously I couldn't tell them that this was happening. Mm. Uh, but more than anything, they, they wanted to, to, to speak to my strange husband and, and find out uh, what was going on. Mm. And more than anything, you know, they kept on asking me um, if I'm fine and what do I want to do, you know. Mm. Uh, because I think for them, more than anything, uh, they, they didn't want to jump the gun and, and do things for me. You know, mm. they wanted to know how I want to handle the situation. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't nice at all. Uh, I mean, my mom was very hurt. She still is. Mm. Uh, that that happened. Uh, but they really wanted me to, to let them know what I want to do and what they can help me do, and obviously address the situation with, with, with me. Um, let's talk about, we're going to talk about two things that I wanted to address. Um, the allegations, which are, well, speculations rather, of or rumors of, you know, gold digging and, and you know, fan-based type of a lifestyle. Um, we can start with the fan-based type of thing, uh, with... What you recently did with La Cizue, it, it kind of seemed as if it, it was backing up. You know, it's it's one thing to say, okay, this is what it's not. And then to your actions kind of seemingly, not that's what it is, but seemingly back up what, you know, the other party deems to be what is actually happening. So maybe you can bring context because you never felt the need to speak on those allegations. You never came out to speak. La Ciso obviously was the one to speak. We we can all imagine why. Uh, but what 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 was your reason uh, in in that action? What actually happened there? Uh, were you also trying to get the numbers in that type of a moment? Can you can you give me context? Um, not even, but I really don't want to to dwell much on that. Um, and and I really don't think that um, anyone needs to know uh, what is going on between you know myself and La Ciso because. I think we did address it, saying that we're, we're friends. And like he had said, and like we had spoken, that uh, it, it, was, it was a moment thing. I mean, I went to his house to drop the gift, um, and then that happened. It's, it's not about trying to, to, to get the number. I don't even know what that means. Mm. Uh, but, but for me, it was just that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's address the, the, the gold diggers whatever people say um you know obviously we see you living a lavish lifestyle and we know a yeah. little bit about what you do but we don't understand how you can fund it with this lavish lifestyle that you're living uh a question that i got not from myself but is to who's really funding this lifestyle is it you uh, or do you have another partner in your life and you don't even have to obviously say who it is or whatever but you know, how are you really affording this lifestyle when, you know? <laughs> Which lifestyle? You know, you know, we're living our best life. <laughs> flying flying <laughs> out don't, don't, week don't, in and don't week out. Work. Mm-hmm. And don't people have jobs that allow them to take flight to wherever they want to go to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't get uh, this, this thing of people thinking that 
if you're living your best life and you're flying to places that somebody is is, is funding it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I work, I'm involved in, in a lot of projects, some mm-hmm. which are, you know, media-based so people can see them, some which aren't, uh, but I, I really don't want to spend my time explaining to people how I make my money and how I travel to all these places because they already have the assumptions and I think I'd just like to leave it at that. Right. Um, GBV is not something that we can uh, ignore. Um, so the fact that in your relationship you ignored red flags, I want us to at least uh speak on how people can at least be wary of it and take your story as a as a lesson. Um, so so it's not easy to to view certain things as red flags when you are in a relationship with someone. Um, and especially when when this person has assured you that you know they're there for you and certain things won't happen again, you don't immediately view these things as red flags. Even though people outside would view them as red flags, and you probably might at a later stage, it's not that easy to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I really just think that people should, uh, I don't want to say to people that they need to not come to a relationship and start analyzing what is a red flag, what is not. Um, but as soon as you know, you, you start feeling that you're, you're, you're losing yourself in a relationship, you just need to sit back and sort of think about what is happening. Um, and, and, and not quickly and immediately start to say, oh, it's a red flag. Oh, you know, just, just, just be wary of everything and, and love unconditionally. And if it feels right, do it. If it doesn't, don't do it. Um, but more than anything, just stay true to yourself and be yourself. I love that. I want you to tell me about what you're getting up to right now. But before that, I just realized I forgot one question, which is the fact that mm-hmm. you went to Showmax, right? And with Showmax, we know that they are obviously broadcasting your abuser. They were aware that those boxes that you spoke of never got to you. So why did you choose to broadcast it with it? Was the check that good? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so so with, with the boxes and what people were saying, um, they don't know whether those, those boxes were sent or not. Uh, because for them, and according to my understanding, they were there to just shoot this person putting the boxes out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and what happens thereafter is, is, is not their responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think more than anything, they, they were literally the only ones who were willing to give me a platform mm-hmm. to speak. Um, and people who are willing to treat my story with respect and people who allowed me to tell my story the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. So they knew nothing about the boxes uh, because they were there just to shoot the boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even the production was, was shocked when I said that on set that I didn't receive uh, some of the stuff that he held with his hands. Mm-hmm. You know? um, 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 so so then we can't put blame on them because they're responsible to shoot. They're not responsible to say, hey, are you really going to take these boxes to Mahali? Mm. Uh, that's not on there. But Showmax, uh, they were the ones who were willing to give me a platform. And uh, for me, it was also about continuation because the union was there. You know, everything that we've done regarding my wedding, which was a big part of the story, was done with them. So the continuation felt better doing it with them. I've been somebody who, who doesn't know the story anymore. And also because part of the production was using clips from Living the dream of music, it made it easier because they had access to those. Mm. So whatever that we were speaking about could be easily made reference to because 
they're the ones that shot all of these other seasons. Mm. So it just makes sense. Okay, okay. Uh, what do you have to say about your estranged husband being an abuser, convicted sex offender, being broadcasted not only by Showmax, but by all these different platforms? Do you think that's a progressive conversation, which we're obviously trying to have? I literally have nothing to say about that mm. at all. All right, we'll leave it at that. Tell me what you're doing, what you're up to. I know you were at Black Door just the other day. I think that's what we spoke about. Uh, is that yes. still going on? What's going on? No, no, no. Uh, so, so that was a cameo. I'm done with that. Right now, I'm focusing on the cosmetics that I'm launching in about three weeks' time. And then I'm also working on opening a cocktail lounge in Melville. Uh, that should sort of start happening in the next month and a half um, and then I'm focusing on my foundation I'm about to put together a campaign called Clean Shave Happy Coming where you know we're mostly focusing on young children who don't have food uh, who don't have breakfast in the morning and I'm partnering with a few friends to, to sort of <clears throat> put together packs for them to take home and have food at the school uh, and then I don't like yeah I've, I've, I've just been uh, working in other businesses outside of the media all right. Thank you so yeah. much for your time, Mohale. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. He says he feels relief after having spoken out. There aren't any repercussions yet while his estranged husband is living La Vida Loca in Mauritius. On social media, the conversation is, why are alleged abusers still getting the limelight? And what is the solution to it all? You tell us. Until then, thank you so much for tuning in. I am Joy Pande. See you soon.